Hey, what's up, everybody? We're back on Radio Melee, and we have a very special guest, uh, a Golden Guardians alumni, oh. and you may know him as the big dog, the dolphin daddy. <laughs> That's right. It's Zayden. You can't just throw out dolphin daddy no I can throw it out just like the way you threw out all those dolphin slashes. It tipped off. Right. Okay. There's a context. There's the Which context is that, that you did needed. a lot of dolphin smashes. It tipped off. Yeah. Hence and hence the dolphin daddy. The dolphin daddy. Right. Right. Well, thank you. Great, great intro, by the way. Thanks. Yeah. No, yeah. I've been working on it. I haven't been working on it. <laughs> uh, uh, tipped off. First question for you. Uh, oh, you know, okay. we're a, we're a hard hitting show over here. Right. Fast paced. Okay. I'm gonna turn my light on. Hang on. Okay. First question for you. Do you think that subconsciously your win at tipped off was carried somewhat by the fact that the tournament's called tipped off? It's kind of a Martha thing. Yeah. Wait, PP, did you ever go Martha tipped off? I feel like. Uh, in PM I did. Okay. That counts. Did you win? Yeah. <laughs> yes. See? All right, tipped off. There's something. There's something to it. There's something to it. Yeah. Uh, uh, every every pound I went to was won by. Interesting. Interesting. So, Did you go to the pound I went to last time? You you went there, I guess. Which one? Oh, um, the recent one where where it was like no, I was a. Uh, I I know I didn't go because I remember watching you versus Leffen in an airport. And the plane was going to take off, and I was like, "Oh my god, I want to see what happens. I want to see the end of the set. Then the plane start taking off." And then, uh, and then I lost, uh, and I was like, "I lost reception or whatever." It was like game, I don't know, game three or game four or something. And I was like, "Oh my god!" And then yeah. I did, I just sit there in the in the flight, not knowing what happened. You had to wait the whole flight in suspense. I bet it was I always good. I think I got on plane Wi-Fi and I looked it up. Oh, okay, but I couldn't watch the. I couldn't see how it happened. I just only got to see the result and look at the bracket. Yeah, you won that, right, Pound? Oh yeah. Okay. Beating. See, I wasn't there. Beating the Jigglypuff. Who has a move called Rest Hungry Box? Okay. Okay. Uh, wow. Hey, how you doing, PB? Good. I'm. I really just You're a tipped off. You're tipped off. Yeah, I'm a tipped off enthusiast. I've I've had a couple tipped offs in my day, and in my first uh, out of state regional was tipped off four, so it means a lot to me. So it's cool to see it coming back in four. Yeah, they had a couple. Dang, I thought you were pretty old school. Yeah, who won like tipped off one? Probably HBox. I don't even know if HBox. It might have been them. It might have been smaller. It might have been smaller than H. I don't know if HBox would have went or not. I'm not sure. Shit. Uh, I want to go to one. I've never been to one. They're pretty neat. I, you know, I listen to uh, other podcasts in Melee Shout. I listen to the bottom of uh, Smash Mountain podcast oh. with. Uh, I've been on that one with, with the uh, the TO of that event. And he was he's a pretty cool guy. I really like him. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was mm-hmm. really cool. Honestly, the whole event was very well run, and it had this kind of grassroots homey feel to it that mm. you don't really get at majors uh, these days. But also, like it was just from a TOing standpoint, really good. Like they, he had food catered for us and stuff. Oh, uh, wow. It was, it was sick. And then the crowd was like very much so like a, a grassroots type of crowd. It was, mm-hmm. it was pretty sick. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Yeah, I I I liked. I gotta say, as a commentator, uh, I really liked having Dogie Sandwich back commentating. Mm. I thought it was pretty cool to hear. I him. love Dogie. 
Yeah, he's uh, he's not really like a melee guy anymore. He's more of an FGC guy, right? That's kind of his, his I, vibe. I think I'm not too sure. I mean, he he said on Twitter, he's like, I'm casting melee for the first time in like ten years or something. I was like, oh my god. He commented like MLG, right? Or is this my thing? Oh yeah. Uh, well, mm, maybe no, not MLG, MLG, but MLG. Apex. Apex. You know, like oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, things. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Apex. Uh, some East Coast stuff like that. Maybe like some ROMs, maybe. Some revival of melees, maybe. I might be making that up. I don't know. Definitely tipped off. Sure. Yeah, I know he did some tipped off. I think that would have been his main thing. Main thing. Yeah, he was he was um, good. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of good. Speaking of good, um, we got Zane. Wow. Yeah. And and speaking of Zane, he joined, you know, he's no longer uh with Golden Guardians. He's with Moist Moguls. And I actually right. And, and I and that, that and I think that's a pretty exciting, pretty great organization. So you know, um, and I just wasn't a decision to leave you made lightly because I think you know you create a lot of wonderful things here at uh, Golden mm-hmm. Guardian. So I'm actually really curious about what what caused you to to make the jump and what uh what you kind of feel like like if there's a, if it there's a, it's part of a larger change. Like, are you a little more content focused? Uh, now, like what, like what does this does this have any greater significance for Zane the person? Mm, yeah, I think the main uh, impetus behind it was very much so content based. So having like the direct guidance of Charlie and Lud um, to help with content over, kind of oversee it and and even in a way promote it, I think is so invaluable um, to what I want to do and. Like that, you can just see that from the first video I made with Lud. Like his video got three and a half million views, and then I put out like a behind the scenes type of mm. video on my channel for that, and it got like three hundred ish k views. Can we show <laughs> off, Quinn? Can we show off Zane's new YouTube channel on the uh, on the broadcast here? Yeah, well, there there is a there is a problem with it right now because I created a new YouTube channel to avoid getting demonetized because that right. happened to my old one for invalid traffic which by the way i don't even know how to how to bot my own like channel or i don't even know how to go about that but that's another thing and so mm-hmm. we made a new channel completely from scratch that mm-hmm. got demonetized after three days of being partnered what yeah so, uh, like oh, they I, figured out it was you or something i think it's like personalized the band so i've been i've been trying to i've been trying to reach out to like people at youtube but the thing is adsense is with google um, since YouTube and uh, Google, uh, uh, Google owns YouTube, right? So, AdSense, I feel like there are very minimal amount of connections that can help uh, out. Even if the YouTube people, like I'm talking to them, I don't know how much they can get done. But it sucks because wow. I have a lot of like big ideas that I want to do on YouTube that I think yeah. would be great content wise. Wow. Hopefully, uh, yeah. Hopefully, we can get to the bottom of that. That's a real bummer. I know YouTube moves slow with this sort of thing sometimes. They mm-hmm. got a lot of. Strange. There's a whole thing with like Majin Obama's YouTube channel just got de- completely deleted, and uh, yeah, the, oh, that's took right. a while. It took took some time to revert. That did get reversed, fortunately, but mm, they admitted they were wrong. But it's just scary yeah. when it, if it, if it's your whole career, like yeah, it, yeah, it's ter- terrible. What? <laughs> terrible. It, yeah, it is, it is frightening. But got to find a way to. I don't know. We'll, we'll get to the bottom of it somehow. But um, yeah, really excited to see you know more of that stuff. Are you uh? You know, it, it's it's kind of like I felt like for a while it was um, I don't know. It's it, it was it's it seems like this was the first tournament where it felt like really kind of 
for a while it was like you know you you would be MXM Zane on the thing, and then Moki would still be Moist Moki. So I wasn't sure if there was like two different things going on, but it, now it seems like it's kind of unified. I think it's unified at this point. I, yeah, I, I think there's been more structure added uh, as I've been on. So uh-huh. I do like MXM. I think it looks cool. MXM um, does sound really cool. I gotta yeah, say, yeah. yeah, it's kind of like Hunter X Hunter. You don't say the X. HX. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So true. So true. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I I got to after tipped off. I visited um the moist compound in Tampa. Like I got to meet Charlie. Oh. And some oh. of the other crew there and. They're all really cool. Charlie's super down to earth and like really into Smash. And we got to talk about like bad movies and stuff. We both like watching bad movies. Yeah, so that was cool. Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just excited. I think I think it is a good fit for me. As much as I miss being on GG, um, mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm still I'm I'm excited about like my future with the game and content alike. Although because my YouTube channel got demonetized. I just mm. went back to grinding more melee. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and, and, and I've been enjoying it. Uh, so not going to complain too much. Yeah, and I, you know, yeah. I think I mean I would say at least I won't speak for everyone, but I would say you know I, I do miss having you around as much. It's it was it was really fun to have you and and everything else. But you know, at the end of the day, like like I said in the in the in the farewell video, I'm just glad you're doing what what you want to do. You know, moving on and doing what feels right, and actually you know to touch on what you were just saying it almost seems like you're trying you know i think this is very timely with with the tweet cody put out today for those that don't know cody actually yeah. tweeted saying he was thinking about his future as well the financial stability of melee and he said if he can't find like a sponsor or some other way to make melee more financially viable by genesis he's going to retire and so i think there are other players that might be thinking about their future more now especially with you know the stuff that happened with the circuits and other esports teams and everything like that that's been going mm-hmm. on the past half year or so and yeah so i i really, well, cody, I'm really and, 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 and i mean cody got like ex, like explicitly wrapped up into two of the biggest right explosions that ever right? like yeah. he was on panda and then he was on clg um right so the back-to-back. And CLG wasn't even... Panda, you know, you could argue was very Smash-centric and how that all went down. With CL- CLG, it almost felt like collateral damage, you know, and, because that was right. it was the whole organization. CLG was objectively a good move for him, too, because you'd think, yeah. oh, they've been, like, so vested in Smash. They're, like, one of the premier esports teams. Like, yeah, what, what could go wrong with that? And it's just really unfortunate. That I, I can't believe that look. That's insane. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and uh, it, we might have people calling in to talk about it, so I, I we may get into that more. But you know, I, I'm very curious about your your perspective on this too, Zane, because I think there are various people that might have their priorities shifting around right now too. And so I, you, you were sounding like you were trying to do more towards content. Do you think that's more sustainable long term for you? Is that something that you're just starting to think about enjoying more? Like what what does that mean to you? What's what's the goal here? What's the end goal here? I do. So I want to merge melee and content together in a way mm-hmm. that hasn't been done before. And I feel like uh, th- there's no reason that melee as a game shouldn't have a huge um, following content wise. And there's never been a top player, I think, to fully leverage that and be an access point for people coming into melee. So if you look at. Yeah. If you look at the documentary, that was an access point that drove me in. It drove a bunch mm. of people in, but it was temporary, right? Uh, 
it, it's not going to be that long-standing forever because you know i love the doc but like things get outdated and mm-hmm. it's like it's, I, th- I think it still holds up but it's not always going to be the like access point so i think it's important for top players to kind of take that role uh and make content that is more conducive towards to people getting into melee uh and the way that I want to go about it is like, um, for me, using melee as an accessory to a larger plot. So a lot of people are familiar with melee from like a nostalgic point of view. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's how they see it. But if you take like, if you if you use it, it like I, I don't I don't think I'm super good at getting into like the nitty gritty gameplay stuff and it, it, with content. But mm-hmm. like things from for me like the sketches or like. Um, doing larger scale ideas that I don't really necessarily want to spoil right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there is a way to make it hit more mainstream, and also because of that by- byproduct, bring more people into it by just like seeing in the videos like local scenes, like oh, this is what it looks like. Maybe I should check out my local scene. Um, things like that to kind of trickle people in. So it's interesting. It almost sounds like you know you're thinking about this almost less of. I mean. You, you, it sounds like you might be thinking about this more in terms of like stability for you, maybe, but it almost sounds like you're doing this just because this is this. You just really want to help melee, is what it sounds like. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's definitely, but I mean, it goes both ways because I've, I've been in melee so long and it's helped me. And I think by continuing to help melee, it also it goes both ways, right? Uh, sure. And I also want everyone else to benefit from some like the, the more we that everyone does good work within melee. The better it is for everybody, I think. Um, the yeah. More that yeah. So, because it's like a, it's a symbi- symbiotic. Symbiotic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Symbi- a symbiotic. Yeah. Rising tide. Rising tide rises mm-hmm. all the ships. Um, mm-hmm. Something like that. There's something about rising tide. Um. Yeah, I think that there's like, uh, I don't know. There's like a certain itch that I think, you know, speedrunning has like something so you know I don't know even like. Track mania is 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 that? Mm-hmm. Am I thinking of a like you know like virtual? Yep, with track mania. Yeah, like, yeah. you know I feel like there's these games that I think virtual is a great example of this, where it's like you know even people that don't play the game like like I guarantee you there's there's a like a ton of those virtual viewers that watch every single video, or like with something else like you know I don't maybe I've played some of these games as a kid or something, but I, you know, I definitely haven't played like at least half of them. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think when there's like, there's enough kind of mind share that the, like the, the greater sort of mainstream YouTube, whatever audience has like melee is a good example of that. I think everyone kind of like, you know, if you sit like people on the street, like not, not maybe not literally people on the street, but like, you know, anyone who, kind of has been into gaming for long enough like they kind of know what, like a wave dash is it's like oh yeah wave dash that's what melee is wave dash you know it's like there's a lot of like kind of uh you know melee isms that have really seeped into the mainstream and i feel like nobody's really ever leveraged those yeah. i mean wombo combo even wombo combo is a great example of that. definitely i think i think another big problem is that there's this idea that especially from alternate players i think that mm. melee has a sense of elitism behind it in terms yeah. of entering the scene. And I think breaking that is super so important. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, it's very important. important because, to break that. Because it, it's, it's such an easy idea. Like, you just play Melee, and you're like, why, why would I play anything else? It's, it's just like that kind of attitude. It's like, people are going to be so standoffish towards, like, joining the communities and stuff. And 
I mean, I do feel that way, but I'm not going to say it. Like, <laughs> I mean, you know, I, again, we can just, it, it's just a matter of flipping it around to say, I love this so much that playing other things just doesn't do the same thing yes. for me rather than saying, I love this so much. Therefore, everything else is bad. It's irrelevant or bad. Yeah. I think that is the key there. Um, so that's, that's also a big part of it. it. There's like, I feel like there's so much like terminology in Melee too, that like people kind of, it's mm-hmm. daunting for them. It's like, Every technique yeah. is like, I have to learn this to even play the game, which isn't even necessarily true, I think. I went a long time just playing the game without, I mean, my L cancel rate was really bad <laughs> for, like, the first, the first, like, few weeks of playing, I feel like. Sure. Um, so, yeah, bre- breaking that is super important, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think we already have, like, proof that it can work. I mean, we have Awesome Sauce, right? Like, there's yeah, someone that's already doing it. Awesome sauce. And, and you know, I mean, there are people in spheres that are outside of Melee, well outside of Melee, and I'll, and I'll just be watching them, and sometimes they'll be like, oh, yeah, Awesome Sauce is my comfort YouTuber, or whatever, and I'm just like, what? YouTuber. They, they, yeah, it's it's strange to me, that, but there's there, Melee can have that reach and that appeal to a lot of people, so it's it's already proven to, to be possible. It's just, yeah finding that other angle it'd be really interesting if top player could could do it you know i mean i think awesome sauce to his credit he's not even a top player right he he didn't have a right platform to kind of lift him into success like he just did it all from the merit of his own content Mm -hmm. the the way he scripted his videos the editing Mm -hmm. like they're they're all very enjoyable watches meanwhile like top players are very much like people want to hear from us we've already like got that credence um so I think there's an easier uh, transition there to becoming like a big content creator that we haven't seen before, really. I think yeah, Hungrybox is the closest, but it's yeah. off. It's it rides off the momentum of his stream highlights, which, and to be fair, are good. <laughs> people for sure have done it in other esports. Mm-hmm. Um, people for sure have done it. Yeah, even uh, even in fighting games, I would say that you know, like I think Daigo really did it in in street fighter like you know he did a lot of really innovative events and and like you know videos and exhibition matches and um he did a lot like i feel like he's kind of when i think of the fgc at least i think he's the best example of somebody who and he's like you know you know he's like a household name in japan now Mm -hmm. um he's kind of really elevated beyond yeah, yeah 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 And and he still competes. I mean, he still enters tournaments, and you know he's trying to be one of the best Street Fighter Six players. But he's like really, I mean, he was doing all kinds of stuff, man. I mean, still does. Like he was doing like he would do collabs with fighting gamers from other scenes, and um, and he I remember he did like he'd get a bunch of fighting gamers and do like karaoke events and stuff like that that were streamed, yeah. and and he'd make all these crazy YouTube videos, um. Yeah, I don't know. I do. I do sort of think that in some ways, like in melee, and it's or not even in melee, like really in Smash. I feel like we're really kind of, in some ways, we're kind of constrained by this, like, you know, streaming first kind of mentality. Like everyone's on Twitch, like first and foremost, and you know, like YouTube's kind of always been an afterthought. Yeah, yeah. I think it's because in a way, someone like Mango set the precedent for that. Yeah, and he, but he's also very much so talented at streaming and like it it, it fits yeah. the way he wants to do content right because he can just be himself and like go on his little interesting conversational rants and mm-hmm. and everyone mm-hmm. he's, he's like the news hub of melee in a way because he just talks about like stories from streams or from mm-hmm. tournaments and it's his personality is very fit for streaming um 
but I do think a lot of people could see success on YouTube. It's just not the the paved way. You have to innovate it. Yeah, someone's got to innovate it. Like yeah. no, Mango innovated streaming. Uh, yeah. you know who's gonna do it for? Yeah, who's gonna do it for long form content for Evergreen mm -hmm. stuff? I'd really like to kind of ask a question that I think is really relevant to this and actually relevant to something you said earlier, Zane. Um, you were saying that, oh, yeah, I because my YouTube stuff isn't working, I have I'm going to focus on grinding a whole lot more. And I think this is that is the exact thing that top <laughs> players don't want to deal with. Yeah. Right. Because there's so much rankings culture. There's so much talk about who's good and whatever. And if you take time to do content and Melee being the demanding game it is, it's going to mm -hmm. be harder to perform well or at least also have a life outside of that and everything else. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I, you know, I'm really curious about your thoughts on on how you can uh, convince Melee players to do that, how they can still be successful while balancing that, especially if, you know, you being incredibly successful as a player are thinking, well, you know, I'm going to maybe let my my results take a bit of a hit to do this content stuff. How does... How, how easy of a sell is that going to be to other people? I mean, I think at a certain point, like you, you got to realize the the climate of esports, right? Like it, it might just be a necessary step if you want to continue following this path. Mm -hmm. um, especially because melee, we don't we don't have that support, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. um, so I I feel like it's not really it, it doesn't even feel like a choice in a way. But I think you can find a good tailored fit in content that you can enjoy that that's like that's like the pitch i think is like there there's something that any that everyone who's good at the game they have they all have a role i think that they can find and it might not be streaming but it's important to go search after it mm -hmm. yeah it's very interesting it'd be cool to to eventually you know maybe get our own type of our own little smash moist moguls division where we can we can have these uh these top players get coached in that because i think there's just i think a lot of people might want to do it but they're like well i do this and i don't get any return for yeah. it and it's confusing and i could just play the game i think like cody in particular like i'll be watching him stream and he'll very much talk about how he's trying to improve his stream while he's streaming and i'm like whoa <laughs> but I, I i don't know i think like it's clear that he wants to make like he's he's a very motivated person and yes, he's yeah. someone who yeah and he will make it work <laughs> so uh I have full confidence in him to like find a style of content that he he can be good at. I think uh, Moki has told me that he's like watched stand up specials to like work on his oh, delivery, wow. uh, and you can see it in his stream and the way he interacts with chat in kind of like a self deprecating way, where it's like, yeah, chat, you don't mean that, or like that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I think it's all funny. It's it's really funny how everyone works on that in their own. They way. do. I think Moki's I think I think Moki's an excellent streamer. Like he, yeah, that, that is where he thrives. Um, it's just uh, I I think there are different avenues for people, mm. and I, I I think I think teaching the game is one of them. Um, it's it's just not something that I feel like I'm super good at. Um, mm -hmm. like I was looking at those Metify videos that Armada and Left and Me. I was like, man, I I don't know how much I could do that. Like <laughs> because to make something that I believe is quality. And the yeah. amount of effort that I'd feel like I'd exert doing that and wouldn't enjoy doing that, I'm like, that's mm. I don't know about that. You um, would hold yourself it it it's it's gameplay related, so you would intrinsically, I think, hold yourself to a pretty high standard. Yeah, because I wouldn't want to you're like, bullshit. you know, this is this <laughs> yeah, is, you know, this is coming from like the best player, one of the best players. So it's like, yeah. yeah, I think you know who I think does a really good job with that kind of content, actually, and I've mm. always thought that is PPU. I do like PPU University. 
Yeah, yeah. I do. I, I think he, he's got some good stuff on there. It's pretty advanced, actually, the stuff he talks about. Yeah. He's got some pretty, like, you know, high-level stuff on there. Um, talking about Martha Sweet Spots and things like that. Um, yeah. I think there's, like, a way to... There's a way to do that. But, yeah, I think if you did it, you would hold yourself to a certain standard and and if you don't enjoy doing it, it'd be very difficult to it takes so long because of that too like the amount of times that i would like erase something and be like that's not right oh, it's, <laughs> yeah i can tell you too having tried to do it in the past the way that i think the thing that's really tough about educational content is that you you get into it and you you start writing a script or whatever it is and you quickly realize like oh i need to make this accessible for like all levels of skill or at least you don't have to, but you kind of immediately you write something and you're like, oh, someone's not going to get that. And then you're like, OK, so, so should I explain? Do I need to explain the thing that they need to know mm. to get that? And, and, and really quickly, you end up with a lot of those sorts of decisions. And it's really it's really tiring. It's really mentally taxing. It's like, oh, damn. Like, yeah, you know, it's like da, 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 da. they can SDI. Out. And you're like, do I need to explain SDI? You know, and then how much do I explain it? Right. And it's it's uh so so you really need like a very actually pretty crystal clear, especially I think with a game like Melee, you need a pretty like clear picture of like exactly what level you're even catering to in the first place. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it ends up being all over the place. You know, I've seen bless their hearts, don't get me wrong. I've seen top melee players try to do educational content before and I'll watch it. And sometimes it feels like it's all over the place. And I can tell that they, they ran into this exact problem and they, they couldn't, they couldn't solve it because they, they spent too little time on certain things and too much time on other things. Right. Yeah. I remember when I was doing lessons, uh, a while back, I only did it for a little bit. I would like, Uh there'd be a phase where I'm gauging how good the person is. And then I'd tailor the lesson towards like their skill and I, for like beginners, I would have like the same thing rehearsed in my head that I would say that they should work on. But mm-hmm. I like I was, it, it just didn't feel super polished when I was doing it. So that that was yeah. super worth it to me. Um, Everyone has their role, right? Every, I think so. Yeah. Um, I, I think there could be like really cool new. I, I mean, Medify is like the hub right now. I feel like for that. Yeah. But I'd, I'd be curious to see where like educational melee goes in the future too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta say, I, I I didn't like watch. I didn't I didn't watch those videos in full, the Left and Armada ones. But I did watch the trailers for them. They looked really high quality. It seems like they did a really, really good job. Yeah, they looked really clean. Yeah. Um, dude, I liked. I got. Did I tell you? I thought it was hard. What it, it was really hard when Armada said. Uh, what did he say? He's like. He said he's like. The closer you get to one opening, one stock, the better. I was like, that's, that's cold. That's cold. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like the way he said it, I was like, damn, you're right. That's just, <laughs> that's just his motto for the game. That's his motto for the game. <laughs> yeah. That's very yeah. peach view, very peach yeah. view of things. Yeah. But I mean, but he took that view to, you know, he took that view to Fox. Mm-hmm. You know, he was like, started playing Fox and he was like, dude, all these Fox players, their punish game is not good enough. Show them how it's done. It was good. It's good, Fox. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, there's there's a lot of ways to. I don't know. I, I wish you wish you a lot of uh, you know, good luck and success. Really, well, especially with the YouTube thing too. I hope that that just kind of pans out. I, I want to see this, more of your crazy. I want to just post stuff right now. I think I've told you some of my ideas too. I think you have, yeah. Yeah, I I don't I don't want to spoil it. I, I watch a lot of Nathan for you. If anyone, I don't know. Yeah. 
but I got so many ideas from watching that show <laughs> that like I think I think there could be some cool stuff. Um, but we'll 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 see. We'll see what happens. We'll see. We'll see. Um, and uh, we'll, we're going to be getting into these callers in just a second. Uh, if you guys yeah, have you guys got, got something questions? else you want to ask? Uh, oh, damn. I haven't even been looking at the question chat. We got so many questions in here. Holy shit. So many questions. questions. Oh, my God. Radio Melee, my chat. Yeah, we we got to get show on the road. Yeah, yeah. And uh, come through uh, Tuesdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Uh, get in the Discord. React with uh, GG React in the the rules channel and the melee react in the assigned rules channel. All right. Nice. Uh, <laughs> yay. We have done our call to action very late. Yay. Okay. Now, uh, community voice from last time, Zane, make sure you're thinking about yours for the oh, end of the show. Shoot. Okay. You got time. Yeah. You got time. Yeah. I don't remember what ours was. What was our community voice? I remember what? it was Kevin. Oh. We Kevin toy on and Kevin toy asked. Ah. It was Eric. Oh, it was Eric's. What was, or, wait, what was Kevin's? Oh, Kevin was the D D and D one. That was a good mm-hmm. one. Eric asked, uh, uh, what's your like yeah what did you get out of melee besides oh i did see that yeah yeah it like yeah. it couldn't be something like well i guess it could be anything but it, i think it was it was supposed to be the, the, the human aspect yeah the human aspect the human the human element dragon star 9125 badass username gotta tell you dragon star 9125 says i've been playing super smash bros melee game for two years now as well networking 10 terms spending a lot of time labbing variety characters i didn't stick with anyway melee i'm thinking they're grateful for through this funny little diskette that's older than me. <laughs> diskette. <laughs> that's older than about half a decade. Half a decade? You can play for two years? Oh, older than you by half a decade. I see. I've learned to become more social than other people. To disregard the differences in people doesn't matter. The color of skin or you dead fast. We're all at play melee. And most importantly, told me that how other people perceive me doesn't matter as long as I think I'm cool. Trans pride anyone? Armada Goat. Trans people in Smash Bros. are awesome. Attend more tournaments. For the love of God, please stop saying Melee is better or Ultimate sucks. Both games are sick as hell. Relevant. Nice. Ooh. Um, I like this next one. Armada Goat. I gotta say, if you've only been playing Melee for two years, but you think Armada's the Goat, that's kind of like a, it's like a vintage opinion. I'm kind of kind of mm. into that. You know, that's like a vintage, you know? You had to do your homework to get to that opinion. Anyway, Muckman or 77... You can read this one, PP. Uh, yeah, I like this one. Uh, Melee gave me the cherished memory of staying up until 3 a.m. with my roommates and losing our minds as we watched PPMD when Apex 2015. Wow, also a vintage opinion, but you wow. know what? Hey, not bad. I'm here not for bad. it. Really, really good. I mean, sometimes, I mean, I am kind of memeing around, but I also think that the, this game will just deliver really fun experiences that are hard to get in a lot of other places, whether that be through your playing or through spectating or, you know, whatever else, like, like, you know, in the, in the first comment. So I do, mm. I do kind of, I do really like that. And I, I really am glad for this question with, uh, yeah. DSB five, nine, five, seven rolling up with our last answer here. Uh, they say, especially in the late pandemic era, my best friend and I would order pizza and watch majors together. And it meant a lot to me at that time to be able to connect over melee and get hype. I would also listen to episodes of Radio Melee. That's us on the commute wow. to work, and I'll never forget how much all of that helped. Wow, that is us. That is us. Look at us go. Look at us go. That's <laughs> you're part, crazy. You're, you're part of the void. Part of the void. Voyage, not the void. I wasn't expecting yeah, to go there, but yeah, yeah we are part void. of the void. <laughs> the void, dude. You know the great eternity that that you know we all ascended from and will one day return to oh right 
Yeah. When you get down to it. <laughs> I guess so. The inevitable oh, hit of the universe. God. Been a little while since you've been around the GG crew, I see. Dan. <laughs> yeah. Some things have not changed. <laughs> we were talking about that. I was talking about that. I was hanging out with Laudanus this weekend. We are talking about the Call of the Void. That sounds like a person who would talk about the Call of the Void. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, you know, when you're just driving down the street and then you're like, damn, what if I just drive into a wall? You don't do it, but you have that thought. It's like, I could just end it. You know what I'm saying? Saying, do you have that thought? Do you have a driver's license? <laughs> no, I don't drive. <laughs> hey. Well, when you get a driver's license, you'll know what I'm talking about. But sometimes when I'm walking, I'm like, I can yeah, walk really I can fast. Walk into the wall. I can really walk really fast. fast. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, let's get the first caller on. Um, it is going to be. Hello, hello, question mark. Hey, uh, how's it going? Where are What's you calling up? in from? What's your question for us today? I am calling in from Toronto, Canada. And um, my question is, okay, so since Melee has been around for a long time, uh, culture has changed and grown, but we also hold on to traditions like I was there for PPU's uh, color ownership talk, and I hear a lot of old yeah. heads talk about missing things like combo videos and like mm. other aspects of older eras of Melee. So here's my question. Do you think traditionalism harms Melee culture by preventing progress, or is the community mature enough to only hold on to the good stuff? Are there any traditions that we should get rid of entirely? Ooh, good question. I think there's always got to be a balance, right? Like, because if, if the culture were always changing, it would be kind of hard for people to get into it because as soon as you learn something, it's already changed or you don't really know what's going on. So there's always some sort of balance. And I guess that's going to kind of change as as the community change. And I also think there are times where the community changes faster. So, I, you know, when I'm thinking back to the brawl days, I don't think things change that much. And then I think... You know, 2014, 2015-ish, things changed a lot and things were going really fast. And I think, you know, there was value in both times. Um, I mean, I think they're, they're all, everyone's going to have their opinions about melee cultural stuff that's got to change. You could ask anyone and you're going to get a lot of different answers. So I won't go there, but mm -hmm. I think there's always a sort of balance based on the times. And I don't think there's really wrong with having things we like and wanting things to be different. I think it's all important. Traditions we should get rid of. I we um we have we have traditions. I think that like, I think we've had tra I think we've had traditionalism. Um, this has definitely happened in the past, right? Like things like there's there's certain things that took a lot of um momentum to originally get started, right? Like I think even stuff like I don't know UCF back in the day, you mm. know, any form of controller mod. Like back in the day, back in the day, I mean, the community was very staunch against those sorts of things, you know. Um. Like we're we're talking about, I think I had a YouTube video. I was talking about like, you know, who's the best player that could go back and like win Genesis One? And someone was like, could Zuppy win Genesis One? I was like, bro, if they, Zuppy time traveled Genesis One, like close. they wouldn't let him play. Yeah, <laughs> they'd be like, bro, what the fuck is that? Like, you know, you're they, they, would think that a, they would think that he's a time traveler. They would think he was a time. I know. I, that's what. So you know, there's. I mean, we've kind of moved past some of that stuff, right? Like when it comes to like control like what controllers you can use and stuff um now i would say we're a part where traditionalism speaking of the controllers thing i would say we're, we're we're kind of it's kind of the it's kind of in the other direction now where i feel like there's kind of been this vague sense among like the top players for the last couple of years it's like oh we should probably have a more clarified rule set around you know what what should be legal and what shouldn't with regards to controllers but like we've kind of 
you know, I feel like the tradition now is, eh, you know, whatever, whatever you bring to the tournament, you can kind of use like de facto. No one's ever like in in practice. I don't think anyone's really right. ever gotten DQ'd from a controller thing. You know, we right. kind of you kind of just let it rock. So, if anything, I would say on that front, maybe we've gone a little bit in the other direction. I I, I still feel like you know someone should formally put out some kind of rule set, but, um, you know. I like when tradition is broken in little fun ways, like uh, off season. I think off season is a good example of this. You know, like that was, uh, you know, they took some risks. They're like, what if we run it like straight up, just run a tournament, and you can pick New City. I like and, that. Yeah, it was, it was fine. Uh, now I always bring this up. Uh, was it partially fine because I think the character that's by far the most broken on New City is Jigglypuff, and Hbox was not there. Maybe, maybe that helped. <laughs> maybe it wouldn't have been as fine if Hbox was there. But you know, whatever. It's fine. I'm not not going to question it. It's interesting the that that you bring up Puff because I think actually uh, characters like Puff especially is like one of the things that I'm kind of curious about with this question. Like uh -huh. um, traditionally, melee is kind of defined by this culture of like uh, we play it because it's the most creative, most expressive uh, fighting game where it's like I can like do all these things that I can't do in these other games. And one mm -hmm. of those things that we've kind of tried to erase from the culture is things like camping, right? Even mm -hmm. though yeah. in like, if we were being true to the competitive spirit of something, like camping is a viable strategy to win, right? And recently I saw this video that TK Breezy made about a Steve player, you know, receiving so many death threats and so many, like so much bullying on Twitter and things like that, that he's, he's quitting. Wow. And I wonder if maybe traditionalism about, you know, melee is sick mm -hmm. um, is one of those things that maybe harms us from, like, maybe revisiting the way we look at something like camping or wobbling and saying, you know what, maybe actually those things aren't degenerate. We just bullied everyone who did something we thought was lame. Yeah, that's actually what I wanted to touch on, too, was, like, character diversity in particular. Because when you come into melee, or at least when I came in, around 2014, 15, the main kind of uh, sentiment that permeates is that spaces are sick. Everyone else is kind of like, eh. like it, 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 it kind of like falls down until they get to puff. <laughs> and like, mm -hmm, I, these, mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. I, I think Marth was kind of popping at the time because Fifi just won uh, Apex. So like, but then it definitely like kind of flipped over after like the left in 6040 stuff. And then the problem is that if when those sentiments come from the top players, it all trickles down to your regional scene, to your local scene, to your college, where everyone is just saying, oh, you play Marth, that's so lame. Oh, you play Puff, you can't play on the ledge, that's so lame. And I, I do think it is a lot on, it falls a lot on the top players and community figureheads, like commentators, to kind of find the right balance, <laughs> not to like discourage people from playing certain characters or playing in certain ways. Um, but yeah, I think, I think we could do a better job of that because that, that idea that like, you know, spaces are the sickest and they need to be around, like we need spaces for melee, uh, mm -hmm. to exist, uh, th th there's gotta be a right balance with that. I don't know if that's what you were touching on, but that's kind of what I was thinking. I think Sheik is cool. Based. I like your Sheik. Thank you. Teak. Dude, I almost took that game. That third game. You had that crazy nair off stage? I did. Yeah. I did. <laughs> you had a lot of crazy nairs.
Thanks. Man. I think Martha's cool. Hey, who else yeah. we got? Yeah, but everyone thinks Roy's cool. Come on, no one, no one's, no one's like, oh, Roy's lame. Roy's, Roy's not cool. Let me be the first to tell you that Roy's not. That cool. is really <laughs> yeah, <fun>. but <laughs> you say, see, you seeing Roy's not cool is very different from when people <laughs> say Puff's not cool. They're talking about it's two different types of not cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Roy is just a chore to watch, man. I, I up to watch curb, or to play. I, I up through curb at two hundred thirty percent. That was funny. I guess it depends on that the way you look at it. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was funny. <laughs> I think I, mean, I like watching you try to win neutral over and over. Very satisfying in a, <laughs> in, a, in a in a world where everyone is trying to zero to death as hard as possible. There's I'm your Roy neutral. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I kind of like that in a way. Yeah, that's why I like playing it too. No, watching Roy is fine. I mean, it is kind of painful when I have to watch him. Like you, you, you put them on, a, you up throw them on a platform, and then you do yeah. like double jump nair, and then right. you like doesn't run away anything. because it doesn't do anything. <laughs> I watched that a few times. I was like, okay, that's that is that is painful, but yeah. that's also just funny though. Like either Zane, it's literally what for me. It's win win because either Zane, sorry, don't test me. Either don't test me. Like beats a top fifty spacey, and it's funny, or you have to fight some Samus. And then it's also funny, but for the other reason. So it's right. literally, for me, it's literally win-win. Like, there's no losing here. It's always funny. So. <laughs> I think what we've learned is that don't test me is awesome. Yeah, that's what we've <laughs> yeah. learned. Yeah, I hope, we, we got a lot out of this question, I think. I think yeah, I hope we've, uh, right <laughs> hope we've gotten to the bottom of it. Yeah, yeah I awesome. think... It's it's a it's a good discussion, but um, and I think it's one you know we can continue having in various forms here. But we do have a few callers, so we're gonna keep things moving. Thank you so much for calling in. Do you have any shoutouts for us on your way out today, gamer? Yeah, actually, um, first of all, I wanted to shout out Fizzy again because you know it's five bucks. You know, so many hours. Mm -hmm. It's the cheapest. Mm -hmm. Like, it's cheaper than going out for lunch. You know, so mm -hmm. let's keep supporting it, and also. Uh, shout out Cornflake for uh, making one of my favorite Falco combo videos ever. Nice. And uh, to all the other combo video makers out there, we're still watching. Keep making them. Heck yeah. All right. You have all a good right, rest of your day, gamer. Later. See ya. All right. Let's go ahead and bring in our next caller. We have Yeddo. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, but hello. Welcome to the program. Where are you calling in from? And what's your question for us today, gamer? Hello, uh, you sure are pronouncing it right. Thank you uh, so much for not saying Yido. I was, that was, that was the 50 50. Mm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, hey, so, um, first of all, uh, Zane, I uh, wanted to say, uh, fellow doc kid. So shout outs to that. Um, and, uh, and, uh, I heard you saying you like Nathan for you. Um, if you haven't already watched the rehearsal, I highly uh, recommend it. Yeah. It, it's, it's so also good. Equally amazing. <laughs> I love it. Um, and then uh, Toph, I uh, really appreciate when we were able to actually play in the Twitch office. Thanks for letting me come up and play with you in like 2015. We played some friendlies. And, oh, uh, hell yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I landed a Falcon Punch on you, and then you destroyed me after that. Um, so, nice. But I just tell my friends the first part. No, I'm just kidding. Tell them the first part. <laughs> uh, and then uh, That's the only part yeah. that matters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, my, my only excuse is I didn't have my own controller. But anyway. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and, yeah, those... Those office controllers are pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then uh, PP, I uh, have a shout out for you afterwards. So, 
Okay. Yeah. So anyway, my question is, um, with all the stuff we've been talking about, about trying to get Melee to be more popular, which is something I've, you know, I've wanted for so long, you know, since like 2014 when I, when I got in, I thought the documentary was so cool. Um, but with, with that in mind, um, do you think there's a world where Melee gets so popular that maybe we lose a bit of that grassroots or like exclusivity feeling that many of the community treasure? Um, I'm wondering if the appeal of Melee's community having this like family or homey vibe could potentially uh, be like negatively impacted by the growth of the community. So while enabling more Melee players and personalities to be able to make a living by playing and talking about this amazing game, um, do you think there's a way to also simultaneously maintain that grassroots vibe? I think the we, we talked about this a few times. I think the answer is yes, but it'll probably change. And I also think it's going to depend on how we grow. I think, you know, some an interesting criticism I heard of the esports industry when when uh, everything was happening and a lot of uh, orgs were shutting down like a few months ago was a lot of big events weren't feeling there wasn't the emotion that was there anymore. It all felt very sterile. It felt very produced and the storylines weren't really there for a lot of people and the, not us necessarily, but for the larger uh, uh, tier one and uh, esports. And so I think. It's going to depend on how we grow. What's do are we beholden to do commentators start having to be beholden to certain rules by sponsors? Do or is everyone going to be much more careful about uh talking about a certain something or joking in a certain way because we might lose a, a, a some other sponsors? And I think the more that we if we have touchy sponsors like that, I think we get into that territory more. But if we're able to um do what we did with the Papa John sponsorship and we're able to collectively use our events and we're able to, you know, get money that way. And, um, there are people that are trying to, you know, try and do things like that still, then, you know, we're going to be able to be ourselves, but I think there will still be some change that's going to have to come with growth because there'll be more eyes on us and we'll probably be, we might, you know, be a little less rugged in some ways for better and worse. And I think that's, that's okay. But how much of that is going to depend on how we grow, which, you know, I think is part of why, you know, uh, I really like what Zane's trying to do with uh, Moist Moguls, because I think that's that's a way that lets us keep our integrity and, and get a lot more people in and not not lose our our spirit. Right. Spirit. I think also like. Keeping the local level alive is so important um, for maintaining mm. the grassroots feel that you're talking about, because. When I was getting into Melee, I think it was reaching its, like, esports high, right? Like, we were having so many high-production events and stuff like that. And those were awesome to watch um, at that time. But also, I would go to Smash Fest. I would watch them at Smash Fest with all my friends. Mm. Or, like, uh, even put them on at local tournaments. Like, I think having that right blend and balance, like BP was talking about, uh, that's, that's what you want to find. Um, I will say, like... Going to tipped off made me realize that <laughs> I hadn't been to that kind of tournament in a while, um, mm -hmm. just because the majors and super majors that we had did not have that grassroots feeling. Uh, but because of where we are right now, that is a major, and we had like I I, I went there and I was forced to do like the grassroots thing, and it was awesome. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. But I I think keeping it at a local level is also like the key. 
Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, don't you kind of feel like, you know, we've kind of had this a couple of times in the community. Don't you kind of feel like even if we lose some of that grassroots feel at the biggest scale with the super majors and stuff, like there's always going to be locals or regionals or like even if you know even even if like genesis and big house exist and there are these huge tournaments that you know kind of like whatever have 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 like a different kind of atmosphere than we're used to like you know in a lot of places you can just go to your weekly or go to your monthly and i think like i don't know i just saw fiction made a tweet that was like it's always funny when people come to verdugo and have a great time and then they're like wow you guys have this good of a time like every week like there's like there's a lot of people that go to their locals and like don't really interact with the community at like a larger scale and that's like totally fine and that's kind of what they're looking for and there's like and you know no one said you have to stop doing that mm-hmm. right right yeah I, I guess the only challenge with that uh just to play you know just to Consider everything from the couple different angles. You said devil's advocate. You wanted to say devil's advocate. I didn't. Okay, but it sounds much worse (laughs) if I say it that way. And (laughs) devil's advocate. You wanted to say it. Okay, to play devil's advocate here, just because, uh, just to consider it fully. (laughs) Yeah. um, Let's suppose that we get um, a lot of big events, and they're going on, and they're not only going on weekends, but they might even be going on on certain weekdays, and we might run into coin box problem Uh where. Some of these big events, whether they're online yeah. or they're just they, there are so many others that are closer to you, you might opt for some of those big ones over smaller ones where you can make more more friends or have a tighter knit community or something like that. So at a certain point, maybe that becomes an issue. And but maybe yeah. maybe maybe there's a way to to balance that. I don't and maybe you could like integrate locals with larger things, too. So it might be a win for everyone. I don't know. But just to consider that fully, that is a possibility. It's a possibility, but isn't that a good problem to have? You know, maybe, maybe people feel like it's harder to make friends then, and it did did maybe feel like a higher barrier to entry. I don't know, for some anyway. Yeah, I guess like something for me that I'm that I'm worried about, or like I I just picture, like let's just say hypothetically everything works perfectly, you know, uh, moving forward, and and melee just explodes in popularity more than it ever has, um, and then because of much more people being involved the community uh maybe it becomes more toxic because um maybe less people are it's like there's a little bit less nuance i guess with people's opinions of things because so many people you know um like i I don't know how to explain it but i guess like um i'm just thinking like fortnite or something else like some super popular esports game and people have pretty like polarized opinions about it or whatever um, so I just, I don't know. Oh, I'm I sure that, like... that would happen. Yeah. I, I don't think that's really avoidable though. That's yeah. part of it. And the, the better we do with content, the better that'll be managed, I would think. Yeah. So I think it's just more like of making sure that as the community grows, like that there's a lot more nuance give like, um, communicated from anyone that's like a figurehead or like a popular, like person in the community. I don't know. Sure. But I think also you're just going to have people that are going to be so far removed from things because they're just going to be very, very casual. Like maybe they only watch events or maybe they only watch one person or whatever, which isn't so different from now. But, you know, there there could be more degrees of separation, like maybe someone only makes uh, controversial content or whatever, and, and maybe people only watch that or whatever. And so, like, it's not it, it, that that's something that is just going to kind of happen 
and we yeah. can do our best about it. But the bigger we get, the, I mean, we can't. I mean, we can't micromanage everyone's opinion now. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. we Tofa and I were talking about Reddit last week, and there were some uh, highly upvoted YouTube comments that were like, "No, Reddit is much better than you think." So we're already there. I mean, we're we're not. You know, so I, yeah. I think uh, I think whatever issue you think there already is, I mean, it's it's already. I mean, technically here. Um, so I think uh, we're you know we're doing the best we can, and we're just going to have to try and navigate that more if becomes a larger issue later you know yeah i think you're right i think it's just probably an inevitability of things getting more popular you know <laughs> yeah but we're gonna we'll do our best yeah with. that's how it goes you know it's like when your favorite band blows up you know it's like <laughs> i remember when i would go to ludwig streams when he had like 500 600 views i missed the old ludwig <laughs> yeah that's actually my I'm, thought i'm happy like... for him you know i'm happy for him but you know yeah used to name his pokemon after me <laughs> that's my thought is like, for me in so long well, i've thought about that like, show. Do, do i want like i've always i've actually been thinking like do i actually want melee to become this popular or is that something that i like about it that like this is th this thing that i really like it's my little hobby and i have some friends that like it but that's like what we share i don't know i've thought about that too it's interesting well, if Melee didn't get bigger, you might not have known about it, right? <laughs> You're right. <laughs> That's true. Um, but yeah, I think we could go around and around about it all day. Um, Zane, I just want to you know check in really quickly. Any other thoughts you have about this before we let it go? Mm. I do think Tof said. I, I do think overall it is a good problem to have, especially like I, I'm not too worried about us losing our grassroots identity just from the way that i got into the game unless we blow up to proportions that i've never <laughs> never even fathomed that'd but be cool i guess if, we'll see when we get there <laughs> yeah we'll figure it out then <laughs> yeah. huh? sure well hey uh good discussion good question and thank you so much for calling in today yeto any shout outs for us on your way out yeah um thank you guys so much for taking the time to answer that um yeah pp i wanted to shout out just uh thanks for it was years ago. I reached out to you actually on Smashboards, um, hey. and it was it was about like uh, it was about kind of like mental health and also just like mm. um, mindset for like for game for getting better and everything. Um, and you recommended the Six Pillars of Self Esteem, and since then I've read that book, and um, yeah, it's really helped me out a lot. And so yeah, I appreciate the help you gave me and everyone else on Smashboards. Yeah, you're uh, very welcome. Glad I could help. Yeah, yeah, it was it was super helpful. And then, um, yeah, shout outs to uh, my wife who's been putting up with me playing melee for five years. She let me play, so I appreciate it. Beautiful. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, shout outs to all my homies here in NorCal, uh, and also all over the country. I got a lot of friends in different states across the country that I enjoy playing melee with on their little uh, private server. So shout outs to them. Awesome. All right, have a good right. rest. Thanks, of the day, guys. Gamer. Later. Have a, have a good day. Thanks. See ya. Tough, you got Falcon punched. I guess I did. I don't remember it. I must have. <laughs> it must have been so traumatic you that I deleted. I mean, there isn't a move as epic as Falcon Punch in the whole game. Everyone knows this. I've gotten God a couple times for sure. Yeah. Recently. Yeah, by salt. Oh no! Uh, that that will that'll do it though. If someone's gonna hit you with it. that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it really depends. Um, you know, not all Falcon punches are created equal. That's true. No, like if, if it's like a Falcon recovering and it's like an edge guard, then I think it's kind of lame. Almost. Yeah, hers was an edge guard. 
like it. but but it was like in a really it's like a cool uh, yeah <laughs> salt does a lot of cool things that makes sense yeah <laughs> didn't you falcon punch moki me oh i falcon punch moki yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's different when you do it yeah, has yeah. moki falcon punched you i'm sure he has that one i would block out because yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah makes sense also yeah along with the tweets okay uh hello minecraft kid 31 welcome to the program where are you calling in from what's your question for us today gamer how are you guys doing uh, i'm calling in from richmond virginia oh nice Yes, nice. shout out shout out mdba zane and the, and the name is ironic <laughs> i promise yeah i was gonna say yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't expect that that's the name <laughs> I, I promise i promise <laughs> uh, yeah it's fine <laughs> so when zoo was on the mic it tipped off i distinctly remember him saying something like yeah the average melee player has probably played like 10 years and I started playing like Doc Kid as well, but I fell yeah. off for like three, four years. So I'm still kind of bad, but I still, I want to be good. So I felt like this was pretty yeah. demotivating and I just wanted to see what y'all thought about it. No, there's no I way. I don't think so. There's no years? way the average is 10 years. No, 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 no. Cause we did it, dude. Cause remember, we did, uh, That's what I was thinking about you the guys poll. Remember, we did that poll on the GG yep. Melee channel. Mm -hmm. That's what YouTube, I was thinking of too. And the most common answer for like, how long have you been playing Melee is one year. All the new slippy kids. Yeah, it, there's no way. There's no way the average is 10. No. I've been playing for less than 10. I was gonna I mean, say because yeah. I started thinking about it. Like, no way. You no, know? it's not. I yeah, mean, I mean, it depends what you mean by player. Like, there's a lot of people that as a casual I, or whatever. I think I, mean, I guess like your average tournament goer, because I'll go right, to like that's what I was about to say. Yeah, yeah, like my net my internet's trash. So I'll go to the local and go like two and two, three and two, that kind of deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think, you know, I think there's this perception among new players, and I'll get this in my coaching art. People will go, Oh, I've been everyone that I, at the tournament's been playing for five hundred years. How am I supposed to do anything? And it's you know, I think I think that's kind of overblown. And I also think that um, you know, a lot of people that play that long, you know, they get to a certain place and they just stay there for several years afterward. Right. Uh, so I think, you know, being intimidated by how long someone has played, I think it's also going to make less sense. Like if, you know, I have no reason to believe Melee won't be here in a hundred years. So, I mean, what are people going to do? Oh, everyone's been playing for a hundred years the whole time. <laughs> Melee's been out. Like, no, at some point it's going to be silly, right? Like when you start playing soccer, you don't go, oh, everyone's been playing for so long. There's no way I can get good. Like you, at, at some point you recognize that it's about what you can do yeah. and, and to stop using, stop using, you know, these other things to, to be there. And I guess maybe that's different from like, you know, I guess you could say Street Fighter is different because Street Fighter 6 just came out. And it's like, okay, well, everyone will have the same amount of time. But even then, right, people have been playing Street Fighter for a long time. So things are going to transfer. So I think at the end, it's just how much how much you're really willing to to put in and, and, and you know, make, make that the most important thing. Because that's what I think matters for your growth as a player. But also, again, I think, you know, I, there are so many new players and, and people that consume more more casually. I don't think that's I don't think that's the main concern for a lot of people. Good stuff. Yeah. You know, the reason I think people... Okay, okay. My take on this is that, like, the reason people care about this sort of thing with video games in particular is because, like... Like, with basketball, no one can play... Like, you know, or whatever. Right. Physical, whatever. Sport, games, 
chess, right? Yeah. Uh, you don't care that the game has been around for a hundred years and that obviously people are better than you and have been playing for 20, whatever, however long you don't care. Cause you're like, well, duh, like that they went through the exact same thing. You know, there were people who've been playing much longer than them when they got into it, et cetera, et cetera, and so forth and so forth. Right. And, and you don't care because you feel like, well, I mean, the game is that old, but that also means the game's going to be around for a long time. So if I put in a bunch of effort now, even if it takes me a while to get good, it's fine because then I will be, eventually I'll be ostensibly, you know, I'm a, I'll become a good player or whatever. Um, and I'll have gone through what everyone else went through. But you don't want to feel like you're getting in. You don't want to feel like you missed a boat on something. Yeah. Right. You don't want to feel like you're getting into a video game and you put a bunch of effort in. Like a, like a friend of mine felt like he missed the boat on Marvel 3. And so Marvel vs. Capcom, the Infinite came out. Uh-huh. You know, the, remember? And he put a bunch of effort into that game. And he got pretty good at it. He beat some top Marvel players. And then the game didn't even get a shot at Evo. Like they, that game has never even been on the main Evo roster once. And he felt really betrayed. Not by anyone in particular, but he was like, oh, that, like, I, I never, the, I put a bunch of effort in this game and the game never got its shine. Right. And you don't want that to happen. I think people, you don't want to feel like, oh, I'm like getting into something late and then I'm not going to have an opportunity to compete at any kind of appreciable level because like the game died before I got good or something. Right. So I think. I think what you have to appreciate with Melee is that, like, hopefully, you know, the community and the game have been around long enough that you kind of know in the back of your mind that, like, yeah, maybe it takes me some time to get good, but probably tournaments are still going to be around, so it's fine, right? Like, Melee, I thought it was too late to get into Melee in 2008 or whatever. Um, Like, I was worried that there wouldn't be tournaments anymore because Brawl was coming out, you know, but that was 15 years ago, so... You know, you kind of have to like with melee. You kind of have to just like, to to some degree, you kind of just have to trust that the game's still going to be around, and you'd probably be right. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you like it and you have a passion for it, I think it's always yeah. worth it. It's not even wasted time. Like even if something does happen, right? Yeah. When I got into melee, like I've never used how long I've been playing as like an excuse or whatever, except when I play manga because I think it's really funny. <laughs> yeah, but you're doing it on purpose. You played for thirty years. <laughs> Of course, I'm losing the secondary matchup. Then, then, <laughs> then I'll throw it out because I, I think that's just funny. But no, realistically, it doesn't. <laughs> then it doesn't matter. Uh, if uh, you're passionate about melee and you have the drive to improve to wherever you want to get, I think um, it's super doable. Mm-hmm. Well said. Definitely. Well said. Good looks. Well, hey, thank you. Well, so thank much you, Minecraft kid. Thank you. Thank shoutouts for us. Uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, shout out to my lovely girlfriend. And then nice. second, PPMD. Uh, shout out to Jeet Kune Do. And hey, yeah, buddy. Yeah, well, that was that was great. Gave me goosebumps, I must say. Um, stuff. It is. Shout out to Zane's spacing. Very, very clean. And uh, Virginia Tech as well. But that is oh, all. Sick. <laughs> yeah, yes, sir. Alrighty. Thank you. Have a great night. You Me too. too. You See too. You. Yes, sir. Thank you. I like that accent. Yeah. Um, all right. We got time for, I guess, one more. Um, hello, Tubic. Welcome to the program. Where are you calling in from? What's your question for us today, gamer? 
Hey, what's up? So uh, I'm calling in from uh, Austin, Texas. And uh, first of all, I just wanted to say that like I'm a big fan of everyone out here in general and uh, Radio Melee as well. Um, but thank you. Anyway, thank you. Yeah. Uh, my question is, and this is a little bit more like philosophical, I guess, and out of left field, but uh, I'm curious what role you guys think that ego has in a competitive match. Like, is it healthy to have a good amount of ego or should I go in with nothing at all? Sort of like ego is the enemy kind of approach. What do you think, Zane? You're you're, ego. you're a big competition man right now. You're thinking about Zane, we've, stuff right we've now. Talked, we've think? talked about this, haven't we? I think we must, yeah. Uh, for me, I think if it's getting in the way of improvement, um, then it becomes a problem, right? Like if if I'm making excuses for myself, like I think I'm better than I am, or that I lost for any other reason, then I'd have to like take a step back and reevaluate how much ego I'm letting slip into my performance. But I do feel like it is for me personally necessary to have ego. Maybe, maybe I'm like getting the terminology wrong between ego and confidence in myself. Right. That's what I was going to talk about too. Uh, but I, I want to be very confident of myself and my ability when I play and play. The, and I need that to play the melee that I want to play. Uh, very freely so that's that's my stance on it um i do think that ego gets and a lot especially when people are like trying to get to the next level in melee it's always a thing that's stopping them from when they lose to like a let's say like a camping puck or whatever or like wobbling icy it's just like oh, like why am i even wasting my time on this like i should i'm I'm better than this or it, well, the, the second you start thinking that it's it's over in terms of improvement. You can always get past it, but like you can't. You can't be thinking like that. Um, so I, I think there is a big difference between ego and and confidence. And uh, finding your confidence is definitely more important. Uh, what about hubris? hubris? <laughs> Sometimes hubris feeds into the confidence, where it's like you got you got to control it, can contain it in a nice little nice little jar. Because you, you you gotta flex on them sometimes. That over like when when I play confidently and I'm doing things that I think are more like swaggy, uh, I think it boosts every part of my game. So if I go for I think it does, I've seen I, you. If I go for a unique punish, that's maybe maybe might be a little unnecessary. What happens after? A little, a little spicy. A little spicy. A little spicy. What happens after is every part of my game gets a little. Enhancement, <laughs> and that's what I've noticed. It's like I've 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 gone into like some kind of it's like entering some kind of weird zone where it's like oh I'm spacing way better. I can't get touched after I went for this. Um, my punishes are just like everything's flowing. You're a lot scarier. Uh, yeah, and I, for me that's the I... that's the way to kind of like enter the best play for me. Right, you have fun. That's have you seen? Yeah, <laughs> seen. Have you heard played Dewan talks about your punish game? Have you heard Dewan's? We talked about this, right? I heard him talk. I heard him talk about like pivot tippers. He said you stopped doing those pivot tippers. Yeah, I think he thinks I can. I actually was thinking about this. I could actually translate this. I think he thinks you don't play with enough hubris anymore. With enough? Enough. I, I think you don't I, do this as much anymore. Well, at I least there was a period where you kind of dialed it back. You kind of dialed it back a little bit. So for me, 2022 was a year where I think I was very desperate to get the ranking that I wanted. And it made me play more mm. confined. Uh, and I can win like that, I think. You can win like that. I've seen you win like that. 
but it's not very much it's not the melee that i want to play at the end of the day um and I, i've thought a lot about this like we want you to play like the way you played against aura that is the perfect set to bring up i think because what's <laughs> funny about that is i was playing salt before i played aura i don't think a lot of people know that and for me when i play players like salt uh i kind of match their tempo and way that they're also they're like swag right so like yeah we i just played salt for like two hours and i'm just like i'm ready to play some melee <laughs> and then i played aura into ginger into leffen and i just played fantastic all day mm-hmm. um, and i think mm-hmm. there's, some, there's something to that for sure um and i know we've kind of deviated from the question but that still goes into the whole like ego versus confidence kind yeah. of standpoint okay, it's very cool. personal it's, it's like very a... personal Sort of like not letting like confidence like bleed over into hubris, I guess is like the main thing. Yeah. I think, I don't know. I think that ego can be positive and negative. I think that ego can be, I think ego, um, we talked a little bit about ego just, just now we talked about ego kind of in the context of like while you're playing, um, where it kind of can manifest as like hubris or whatever you want to call it. But I also think that frequently, Ego comes up not even mid game or between games, but between tournaments. Yeah. So, for you me, know, yeah. Like, I'll go when I, I've said this before, but when I analyze my sets after tournaments, I watch it first, just like no analysis whatsoever. Usually the night of when I get back to my hotel room or something, just so I can separate how I feel about it and like the ego involved. Cause I just watch it. I'm like, okay, that sucks. This part hurt. This is where I like kind of drop the ball. <laughs> I just like take it all in, and yep. it's like, ow. and I just sit, I sit with it, and then I once it, the pain and ego has kind of like removed itself from that set, then I can watch it with more of an objective, not fully objective ever, I think, but like with more of an objective standpoint. Um, and I think that's a really good tool. Yeah, yeah, I think a lot of people struggle with that. Um... You know, because it's like, yeah, it's painful. You kind of have to, like, come to grips with your emotions and stuff. I think that people, um, I think that egos kind of, sometimes I, sometimes I feel like it can hold people in place. And I guess what I mean by that is, um, like, I see people who are getting really good really fast. I've seen this a couple times, and then I feel like they're, like, improving really fast. They, like, get into melee, and they're making really good progress. They start beating some players. And then I feel like they kind of develop an ego about mm-hmm. where they think they should be performing. Um, like, oh, I shouldn't be losing to people like this, but I should be, you know, I should be beating these people. Like, I can't be losing to these people. And I feel like what I sometimes observe is that people, like, when that happens, like, um, you, I feel like I see people start improving a lot slower or not improving, like, they start plateauing. Yeah. Um. And I feel like, I feel like there's a side of it where I've definitely gone through this a lot. You know, I've played melee for a really long time, and I feel like on one hand, ego is pretty good at like something positive about it is I feel like it's pretty good at like keeping a floor for your performance. Like I've definitely been in sets where like I feel like I like I really don't want to lose this guy, and like because I feel that way, I like find the extra energy somehow to like kind of pull through and clutch it. And I feel like this happens a lot with even like top players fighting like borderline top players, like top 100 players 
where sometimes I feel like that that last bit of like clutch factor, like the top like the top player factor, is like I feel like there's an ego component that goes into some 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 of those sets. Yeah, we're on both sides. On both sides, we're the guy that chokes it, you know. And it's always like yeah, some like borderline top 100 or top 100 player versus like some top 20 player, and like I feel like it's that like that last step of like claiming the victory where like mm. the top player is like, no, no, I can't lose this guy. Like I cannot. Whereas like the guy that's like has to make the upset, like they, they really need to like do this. Exactly. Yeah. And so I think that's where ego can be beneficial where sometimes telling yourself like, no, I can't lose. Like it, it gives you like a floor almost like, a, and, and I've definitely felt this like where I'm like, I don't know if I'm like PR or something and I'm like about to lose like a non PR player. And I'm just like, no, no, no. Like, can't lose this can't lose this but then on the flip side i think when you let that when you start when your brain starts building rules about how good you should be quote unquote it's also really easy to hit ceilings for the same reason where yeah you're about to beat some really good player or something um and and you don't you know or or like people who neglect practice because they think they've got it all figured out or they don't practice the things that they should be practicing or they don't review their vods like the you know because they're like oh you know i trust myself in the moment to like i'll figure it out you know i just played so bad i just played so it's the classic it's the classic so i i kind of think of it like the way i kind of always think about it is i feel like it's something that kind of it's kind of a equilibrium factor to me that's kind of the way i've thought about it the way i've kind of conceptualized is like sometimes it's like an it like kind of holds you in place in both a good way and a bad way and so i think you need to be able to identify that with yourself and like kind of overcome you you really need to keep yourself that's why people say like talk about like keeping yourself humble like you need to keep yourself humble when it comes to improvement because like you'll get too ingrained i think in your ways if you convince yourself that you've got it all figured out okay cool so like like in moderation i guess (laughs) yeah in moderation and also just like specific you should you should know like like specific things about it you need to ignore i guess like that voice that says that like oh i'm good like i don't need to what what i like like you know you gotta you gotta have that beginner's things they say beginner's mind right like there's a reason there's a reason we talk about the beginner's mind as like a positive thing it's because like the beginner's only thinking about improvement they're not thinking about what they should do or what they should be able to do they don't they're not thinking about like i should be beating this guy how how am i gonna act when i lose i've had that yeah can't be thinking about that can't be that's not beginner's mind that's ego right Cool. That's, yeah, what I, I that's what I think. That. I don't so, know. Yeah, I appreciate your insight and everything. You know, like Zane, all all you guys like competitors have been in the scene for a while, so cool to hear. Yeah, I hope that hope that helped. I don't know. I feel yeah. like I talked a lot, even though obviously Zane and PP performed a lot better than me in tournaments. But I, I said what I needed to say. I think uh, it's funny because it's something that I've been thinking about recently. Maybe uh-huh. not particularly like the term ego, but just what I touched on. Yeah. Playing with confidence. There's yeah, ego in some ways I do think ego is kind of this all-encompassing term that I feel mm-hmm. like it's actually kind of helpful to break it down because it's a couple different things are going on. There's a couple little components. And I think it's good to like maybe we don't even have words for all of those little components, but I think there I think there's a couple things and I think it's good to like isolate them and identify them one by one. We talk about confidence, we talk about hubris, expectations, you know, these are all different ph- phenomena. So, but it's very some personal. Of, some of these things might even work differently for different people, right? Oh, yeah. For some, I, for some people, 
for some people, they might find that they want to tell themselves, oh, you know, I can do this. This is really important. You know, this is this is what I've worked for. And like that, those sorts of thoughts are really empowering. But for other people, they may they may want to like wipe everything from their mind and and think about some of these things like beforehand, but not really have any of that be involved. And both of these approaches can be can be valuable. Like so one approach you might say is like reinforcing what you might call a healthy ego. And one is just saying, I want to be egoless if you want to use that word. So I think it's going to be different for different people too. So which can make navigating this a little tricky, but it's also, I think, part of the fun of playing Melee. Mm -hmm. Someone who comes to mind when you say that PP is Eddie Mexico, because I'll watch him walk off a stage after losing with a big smile, and he's just like <laughs> talking about like I just need to play better. Like that, like, <laughs> like he he lost a Magi. He's like she's so good, and but you know he always I do see him improving like every tournament he goes yeah. to. Yeah. Uh, and mm -hmm. so it's not always, that he doesn't care. No, he cares. He's got he's got some new stuff every time. I think he played. I I really like his Luigi. Um, so that that's just who I thought of. Uh, I think that can work too, depending on the kind of person you are. Yeah, Luigi. Yeah, some people. <laughs> yeah. I think I think a lot of this stuff is different from person to person. You know, I think a lot of like what mindset you need. Like, <laughs> I always think of a uh, dude. I always think of Leffen's tweet when he won that ultimate tournament. Um, and he was like, I remember, God, this is, this is like 20, I mean, this is when he was still playing Ultimate, right? I mean, Levin's a great example of this. I think Levin does a lot of things, and like, he has a lot of Levinisms, bless yeah. his heart, that yeah. I don't think work for a lot of people. I think people, most people, Levin can rage and win a tournament, right? Like, Levin can literally be tweeting, I, I, I was on Twitter the whole weekend, I wasn't watching whatever that Ultimate was a dream hack, and he was literally complaining about, like, Young Link, complaining about, I don't know, snake how bad pokemon trainer is and i was like oh leffen must be getting cooked like he must be getting bodied at this tournament and then he won i was like what and he beat like mr r right yeah that and was, I was when like someone tweeted like man too angry to lose exactly <laughs> yeah man literally too angry to lose and it's like the bakugo with like chains on him he's like but he's on the first yeah. the podium uh that's very personal i think most people cannot rage and win a tournament i think if most people try to do that they will play really badly but like that's that is a great example of mentality being a very personal thing i think i would I, not recommend that for most people but i think for I, Leffen, it works even if you are an angry melee player and have benefited <laughs> from it i would like to also tell you that there might be other healthier ways that Leffen could could channel but, his feelings yes. and, and still be successful without maybe it yes. hurts so much so I, I i want people to walk away from this um not not being encouraged to be super angry, but you know, to each their own. We're, each all, their walking own. Our, we're all we're all walking our own path here in melee. Um, yeah, I I feel like we've covered a lot of things really well, and I think you know, really how we define this term ego is a is a big part of it, and learning all those components, like Tove said, a big part of it. Any other thoughts before we let Too Big go? I think I said everything I want to say. Same here. All right. Well, Tubic, thank you so much for calling in. Great question. Any shout outs for us on your way out today? Uh, yeah. Uh, shout out to UT Smash Club. I mean, I only play Ultimate, but I love watching Melee. So, yeah, a lot of, a lot of go to gamers in there. So, uh, thank, thank you. Yeah. Which UT is this? University of uh, UT Austin. UT Austin. Yeah. Very nice. University of Pride, Texas.
<laughs> it is. Uh, I don't know. It could have been like Tennessee or something. Well, they they said they were calling it from Texas in the beginning. Oh, you're right. They did. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know. UT can also just be Utah, right? Oh, UT, I guess I yeah. I didn't think UT about scene, that. That could just be Utah, and you know, <laughs> I didn't think Salt about Lake that City. Either. They got a lot of melee play. They got they got a smash That's team. True, true, for sure. true. So I've played melee there. I entered it. I actually won a tournament in Salt Lake City. Oh, very so, nice. There you go. Yeah, love that. Got a trophy oh. and everything. Oh, wow. Nice. I don't win that many tournaments, so, you know. Yeah, I mean, hey, uh, that's cool. <laughs> I, got, gotta, I gotta take the ones I get, you know? Yeah. Heck yeah, yeah. man. Well, uh, congrats to you, Toph, and also thank you, too big for calling in. Have a good rest of your day, gamer. Yeah, y'all too. Thanks. Thank there you. you. All right. Well, All right. unless there are any other burning questions. Well, uh, I think we might have one more. It looks like we might have time for one more, but because I, I see that the I guy that asked it know. is still in the call. No, he's still in the call, actually, uh, if he wants to ask his question. But I see that he's muted right now. Oh, <laughs> if uh, oh, dear. if he wants to come on and just ask the question. But I, I don't know. I don't know if he actually wants to do it. You know, I don't know if he's AFK right now. He is muted. Uh, but he did have a question. He did type a question for us in the uh, Submit Topics here channel. So I I'm just kind of maybe someone could ask it on their behalf. I'm not Zeke, sure. Zeke, are you there? Zeke? Uh we're I'm getting word that Zeke's mic is very bad, but he wants Zane to answer it. I don't know what this question is. Zeke's well, no, before, Zeke, you have to you have to ask it. You before, have to ask before, it. Before before you even ask anything, I got ghosted by Big Z when I went to Cali. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, Zeke, you got on mute with your oh, bad mic. Oh, yeah, he's got on mute. He just Here left. Now I'm getting ghosted <laughs> two times. Oh my god, he left the call. <laughs> Oh my god! I don't believe it. Uh, what? Unbelievable! That is, that's Big Z for you, man. I just, I, I just big got Z. Big Z on. He's the bigger Z. Oh, <laughs> you're the biggest Z. I don't know. Oh, no. oh no! Damn. <laughs> maybe Zane's gonna be asking the final question. Today. Yeah, maybe, 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 maybe the question is is too late about to ego. apologize. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh. Oh. No. What was the question? Uh, let me. Looks uh, like he said, uh, yeah, at Zane SSBM, why did you leave me and what can I do to get you back? I just want to be the man you need so that we can be the friends we need to be. How do you expect me to answer this question? Mars. <laughs> Well, first things first, you know, when I come to Cali and want to hang out, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe you can grab a bite to eat. I don't know. I thought it would have been, oh, no. I thought it would have been a lovely time. You, oh, no. you won a dinner I, with Zeke. I, he I actually owes you a I'm prize. Oh yeah, he does. That your Zeke impression. You <laughs> won it, right? That was good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Zeke. I'm Big Z. I need to go to the gym. I yeah, can't... that was his Zeke impression. That's exactly yeah. how he sounds. Yeah. Yeah, that's how he sounds. Ever since he got big. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Too big for us. Bigger Z. Oh, he's Hollywood. He's bigger Z now. Insane. <laughs> Insane. You hate to see it. Uh, you really, really do hate, hate to see it. it. Next time you two talk, you're going to have some words for each other. Sounds <laughs> like after this. I'll be back in Cali for Ludwig's tournament. And who knows? Maybe I'll be so fortunate to get just a just a small bite to eat with my good pal, Zeke. <laughs> maybe, maybe just a morsel of something. Maybe, oh, uh, Maybe a salad, right? Maybe a salad. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, don't even get me started. <laughs> <laughs> we go to a pizza joint. He orders a salad. Oh, he's I, heard, than me. I heard he loves salads. I heard Zeke loves He only salads. does that to flex on you. When you're not around, he gets pizza. He's the bigger Z. <laughs> the bigger Z is always, always eating his salads. He's always oh, eating his salad. Gosh. Wow. Oh, <laughs> well, man. The Z to Z connection. Um, well, good luck to the both of you. I really hope that that relationship works out. Um, yeah. We can, we can have him on next time for some counseling. Yeah. Um, but Zane, I just, I just gotta know there's, there's one, there's really one thing that I think the people have been curious about really the whole time the show has been going on. And that's what question would you want to ask Zane? Oh. The community voice, look at me going to segue. Uh, mm -hmm. The question only you can ask to the YouTube comments for for them to answer and um surely you've been thinking about it the whole time and this isn't you off guard yeah, no. and i'm not stalling right now to give you time to think about it i got uh, all right i got something i okay. that was actually clutch <laughs> okay <laughs> like, we, talk, <laughs> we talked about uh kind of the grassroots component of melee mm -hmm. we talked a little about smash fests and i guess my question is to the community when was the last time uh i guess since online slippy has come out um has everyone gone to a smash fest when was the last smash fest mm. and if you haven't been to a smash fest what would convince you to go that's a great question so what was the last smash fest you went to and if you haven't been what would make you go yeah mm. i like that and and uh you know if uh you've been to one recently maybe you tell us a little bit about it maybe yeah tell us about how, why it was great yeah that's right or bad, maybe he went bad. terribly. Yeah, maybe, maybe it was horrible. <laughs> oh yeah. no! Also, yeah. do people even say Smash Fest anymore? Am I gonna sound like a crazy person? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Don't know. Know. I, uh, we call them now. I don't know. For those who don't know, somehow a Smash Fest is the gathering of people to play melee. That is not a tournament. What do so they say we, we... you guys trying to play Slippy in person? <laughs> yeah. oh. Offline Slippy? Offline Slippy? Oh my god. Yeah. What are you doing? Doesn't, doesn't roll off the tongue the same way. Play on land? Ooh. <laughs> Slippy yeah. on land. I guess so. Yeah. Well, that's my great question. question. Yeah. Great question, Zane. And uh and thank you for coming on. It was um, great to have you, man. I... Awesome callers. Yeah, I missed I missed talking to you guys and filming stuff. Oh. So this was this was fun. And yeah. uh yeah, good questions all around. Definitely. Good to hear from you too. And good to hear about your direction with uh, Moist Mobiles. I really hope everything goes great with that and uh, thank everything you, thank you. everything can turn around well with the YouTube channel or you can find some other avenue that, that works well for you. Yeah. Um, but hey, thank you again. Thank you, Tove. Thank you, all the callers. Thank you to the viewers and listeners. We are out of here for now, but we'll be back on Tuesday next week. But for now, this is Radio Melee signing out.